Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Miraculous Ladybug, Star Wars Rebels, Ruby, and Adventure Time. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilball. Yo. Today, Delaney and I will be discussing the latest episode of Steven Universe. It could have been great with uh, an apostrophe. <laughs> and a contraction, as confirmed by the episode title. Um, oh, man. Yeah, not, no uh, could have. Third episode this week of Steven Universe, and seemingly the first of the two-part mid-season finale, uh, which I think seems very apparent this episode. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, obviously a huge episode. We got to get into all of it. Um, uh, of note, we recorded this. We're recording this literally right after the episode ended. I don't know if my transcription's down exactly, so bear with my... Uh, phrasing of the very important mythology revealed throughout this episode. Okay, <laughs> I, I wish I instantly got an episode transcript. I wouldn't end it, but alas, no. Uh, you can find out everything about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. Let's get right into it, Delaney. What did you think of? It could have been great. I liked it. Peridot is the lamest, as usual, and I enjoy Peridot being lame. The song, which I didn't listen to, even though it was put up, Yesterday. And I could have listened yeah. to it. Yeah, I didn't listen to it. So I this is my first time hearing the song. I thought it was great, loved it, cute. I enjoy like playing with Peridot and like doing this these kinds of things with Peridot. And, you know, mythology reveal, uh, we went to the moon <laughs> and Lion is OP as usual. And like it this it's had everything that we love about Steven Universe in it, like Peridot being lame, Lion, and it was a good episode. It did end at a really awkward part, though. Like, it didn't do the normal, like, ending, which, like, messed me up. Yeah, yeah. No, this is definitely, it seems like, part one of two of yeah, this Yeah, definitely, this which is why it was like, is it over? Yeah, the only comparison I have is uh, The Return, the premiere, the first of the two-part season one series finale. I mean, I guess the mid-season finale and, um, of Mirror Jamos and Jam were kind of paired, too, yeah. But this yeah. is definitely paired to Message Received as you can kind of tell by the title of that one. Um, I, on the, I have been listening to this song basically constantly since Cartoon Network put it up yesterday, and it's the best thing ever. And them, the beginning of this episode is, like, so chill, but yet we're – I don't know. It's really hard for me to decipher at first what was happening because we, we actually got the first three minutes of the episode between the leaked preview and then the song, which Cartoon Network put up. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then just the episode completely shifts, and they go to the moon, and we reveal a ton of mythology um nothing super uh ground sh- gra- like sh- earth shattering like i said uh, <laughs> um, yeah but uh. it, it, kind of i think the map was people have been showing that map i guess we've seen it before have we or have they just yeah, we have we've seen the map before so the, seeing the map again and seeing it on the screen for a long time it makes me think that the the wonky structure of the continent is very deliberate which it, it should have been obvious all along like they're not going to just yeah. make a weird earth map but this is like basically confirmation that this is like an altered version of earth i think yeah. which is my giant theory so i'm very happy which with is this. also i did i messaged dylan and was i saw this map and i was like well wait hold up which yeah i was not sold to the previous time but now they're showing it again and there's still no Russia and there's still no Western Africa. Like I think that we can and like South America's wonky looking. It, and... This is not our Earth. I'm pretty sure. No. Okay. But we, it's not. This is a larger discussion. There's lots of so I don't know. There's the first part which is like incredible. It's Stephen and Peridot, and I have a lot to say 
about that. And there's a ton to say going into tomorrow's episode. And we got to turn it. We got to talk about failed redemption arcs, and it's going to be great. <laughs> and we've talked about this yes. many times before on the podcast. But um, there's that, and then there's uh, the mythology reveal, the stuff with um, the gems on the moon. I think all of that is good, but uh, that kind. Of- that kind of stuff is harder to decipher on first viewing because we're kind of like tuned into, at least I am. I may, maybe I'm more tuned into the mythology of the show than other people, but I'm like hyper-focused on new information. So like, I think more important is how all the characters react to stuff going on. Um, and yes. I think Peridot, everything Peridot does seems right here. It's very yes. interesting though. Yeah, let's, okay, we need to talk about it. So we're going to start with, so, I mean, there's, there's basically two parts of the episode, right? Let's start with the first three minutes and life and death and love and birth then yeah whatever it's it's great i love the song it's, it's on youtube it's go listen to it a lot awesome yeah this is like the prototypical rebecca sugar <laughs> on the ukulele song right and steven okay. singing it is great and like what they're doing is they're talking about like the the uh, music uh keys right and uh the do re mi fa so what was that the actual what's the proper word for that i'm not a music person the notes keys um uh, i mean that's that's the scale it's good, like, the scale right and he- I think each, that's what each it's, one is an individual blank. Like I will, I will um, uh, preface this with: I'm a violinist, not a vocalist, so like it is a little bit different. Like this is not how I approach music. So their their interactions are just really fast. I'm gonna call it the keys, I guess. And um, well, you talk about keys, like it's like you have the words have to match the key, and then Paradox like pulls out a key, and it's like, are you serious? Yeah, that was a little. I, I'm not a big a big fan of stuff like that, but it was okay. Um, I just when they're talking, Steven's like saying the keys of what he's singing, and then Peridot instantly yeah. recognizes the pattern because she's like a robot, which she's literally a robot. And it's it's uh, and then <laughs> Steven sings something, and then uh, it's like using me fa mi fa mi ti la, and then she's like sings it in the tune, and it's just I don't know, it just I don't know if this is like um, this is the type of thing that is kind of I don't know. I felt like this was not obvious the first time I watched these two things. What's happening here, and it's kind of um, really interesting to me. It's not, I mean, it's not that interesting of a, not that complex of a topic, but like Peridot is like, uh, Steven's teaching Peridot about music through pattern recognition and stuff like that, because yeah, like, that's how, because like, that's how she's going to relate to it and she can yeah. instantly pick up on the pattern. And then the best part is when she's like, uh, when Steven's like, you should write a song. And then this is like incredible. Um, Peridot says, I guess we're already here. I guess we are, we already know we've all got something to fear, nowhere to go. I think you're all insane, but I guess I am too. Um, anybody would be if they're stuck on Earth with you. And it's like... So good. It's like, it's great. And it's like also great in context because the song serves a very specific purpose, which is um, direct lead up to a decision Peridot has to make here next episode, um, which we yep. very obviously see at the end of the episode with the, the little... Whatever which we has. predicted like four episodes I mean, the next ago. episode's called Message Received, right? Like we know what's yeah. happening. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, well, I meant like... The last time we actually had a run of Steven Universe episodes, we had this exact conversation. Well, yeah, okay. So you're right. It's only like three episodes or four episodes ago or something. We, I was talking, we were having the discussion of what's Peridot ultimately going to do. Is she going to betray the Crystal Gems or betray yeah. the homeworld, right? And I was very adamant about um, Peridot has not had enough development yet in order to realistically go with the crystal gems in a decision type scenario which is she's gonna face now and this week has just been like constantly picking at that uh, assumption that i've had like they they are aware that this is a character who is fully ingrained with one um view of the world and i guess the universe in this case it's really difficult to have them betray that view like 
Yeah. It's this is the main thing to talk about here is Zuko's arc in Avatar Last Airbender season two. Um, that is what I call and I think TV Tropes is a different name for this, but a failed redemption arc all all season Zuko's leading up to uh this big decision he's gonna have to face whether to you know betray the fire nation or not and then he ultimately lapses back through despite all his development despite the prodding by iroh and he um you know and he goes uh, along with azula and it's such an incredible moment and it just makes so much sense it's so kind of cathartic given his arc and given everything we constantly see with him um and i think most most of these types of arcs do end in like a lapse um and this is the big one to talk about. I mean, there's another recent one on House of Cards, but I don't know how many, how much the audience has, has heard of this one. But it's it's like usually it's like Peridot is is even more ingrained than Zuko, though. Peridot literally is coming from a place uh, where there's no individuality. Like it's even it's even more extreme than I previously thought. Like before this this week, right? The answer told us that like each gem on the homeworld literally does not have a concept of an individual person. So it's like how like they operate as units. They operate as units. They they they, they operate um, based on completely on their expectations. And maybe things have loosened up slightly in five thousand years since that episode, but not really. And it also also that episode's so brilliant because it gives us a lot of context for everything Peridot's been doing, like when since she's been on the screen. Um, and it's like we've been and 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 we learned that since since Peridot's been interacting with Crystal Gems, it's it's her like developing a sense of self that's what we saw the two episodes before um before the hiatus and it's it's just we see it more here we see her singing like that's this has got to be so confusing for her and stuff like that and at the end of the song she say, sings the line that um that steven you know said it's steven's song i guess but um it's uh is there anything is anything that's worth more than peace and love on the planet earth right and that's just summarizing her decision to come next episode uh and the big question is what she going to do and is it realistic right um i was very adamantly in the paradigm cannot go with the crystal gems camp before this week but this is this this song um the interactions for the especially the answer have kind of been um have kind of loosened me up on that viewpoint a lot i think they are properly leading us towards potentially a successful redemption arc which is interesting and they're also like and it's not like an regardless of which one she picks it'll be realistic in the way that we're actually we're we're actually going to face a decision that's realistic like we're going to face an we're going to have stakes on both sides it's not one of those where you go into something you're like they're definitely going to do this like it doesn't matter why are we even pretending this is a choice like no this is going to be an actual like moment because and it's like she's gonna have to choose it's either gonna be yellow diamond or steven and she'll have to pick and I think like it's really impressive how we've gotten to this point with knowing Peridot as you know the lame villain who shows up every so often like just messes up to Peridot the kind of ally to Peridot's here and the gyms hate her but Steven loves her so it's fine and then so it'll be an actual decision and I think that's like I'm really excited for it because we're actually we've actually built to that point like it's you can you can think one way or the other, but the point like we've got it's stakes on both sides. Like it'll be realistic no matter which one she decides. Yeah, I mean, I think that's not a given. Um, like that's a that's like that you have to, it takes a lot to get well, to the point that you're talking well, about. Well, what I'm well no, what I'm talking about is that when we get to that moment, it will be like we've reached a point where we can actually have a have a decision and not be like completely like okay she obviously she's going to go with you I mean I think like, I, I think I ultimately agree with you but like I think I think what you're saying is is uh it, it takes so much development uh and 
focus on this this arc and like we have to see so much from Paradise. and that's the thing like yeah the season has just been so hyper focused on Paradise. it's like i don't know i, I feel I, looking back this seems like such a huge risk and it didn't work at first and it's just we're going to spend like almost the entire season um taking uh leading up to making this character like face a realistic um like chance of joining the gems uh like you need a like really good character and you know paradox has been arguably the best character in the show the past uh several episodes so i think that uh it's i don't know i just i still think it was really risky i don't know why they did it but it seems it seems like it's it's paying off i mean these these paradox scenes are incredible paradox singing was the best thing ever um let's let's continue on talking about this we can we everything is going to be colored by the uh paradox decision coming up but there's a lot of stuff here too um i also just love the montage of all of them working on the drill during this and peridot interacting with them the shot of peridot and pearl um is great uh so yeah then we we do see a, a scene before they go to the moon um she's come so far it feels like yesterday she was trying to kill us no that was several weeks ago says pearl <laughs> good job good line. job pearl. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, steven hugging peridot too was great uh they need well, garnet like pats her back and she's like about to go into attack mode yeah that was good um they need coordinates for the drill apparently and the diamond base i think they call it on the moon um yes yeah lion can you warp me up to the, the first time we've seen lion do anything in quite a while i think yes <laughs> you warp me up to the moon no more naps i guess it was the naps and then they, that was really funny um I'm not a I'm not the, is so OP. Lion, I'm not the biggest fan of how they use Lion right now. Like obviously they're building up towards something very big involving him and Rose. There's a lot of theories about what I see. Him and I forgot the the substance that he might be or whatever. And uh it's I don't know. He's he's just a little he's not he's not a constant presence and he doesn't make much sense, but we're gonna get somewhere. He just he just shows up to do magical lion things, which yeah. is part of the which was part of his charm in the beginning was oh my god, lions in this episode, something big's about to happen. It's, and then it's, I, I'm, I think it's been going on a little long. We need some some no, it has been. stuff. There I agree. Though it is really funny that we're just like, okay, Lion's here, and Lion is so ridiculously OP. Like Lion like of course Lion can get us to the moon. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it makes sense with what we've seen from him. Can just I know, it's, just, it's, just, it's just really funny. Uh, Steven and Peridot riding in Lion's Mane was great. Oh, that shot, um, which we saw in the in the in that preview, which they keep showing us with. I just the promo they've shown the promo. Times. I just I don't think I hate anything more in the world than that promo <laughs> at this point. Um, it was actually kind of like cleverly uh, toned, like a, a tone tone shift promo, and it was. But yeah, no, it's the no. worst at this point. Okay, so they're in the base on the moon. There's the diamond symbol on the floor. Uh, there's the door that Amethyst opened up. We on the moon. We up. Uh, yeah. Yep. We on the moon. <laughs> we on the moon. Steven's moon boy. Our physical forms adjust automatically to that. I think she says gravity, but I wasn't sure of the planetoid of any planetoid. I think she, I think she said gravity. Yeah. So and she also in that ex- explanation said that we're gems meant to conquer other like planets, life forms. So I need to go back and listen. To yeah. That line was very important. That's potentially the most important yes. line of the episode. Meant yes. to conquer. Hmm. Like, I think everything in this episode supports my theory about the gems. Like, I don't want to make this like, which is that they are a created species, which we know at this point they are created species. But like, uh, oh my goodness. And this is like, probably not. uh, It's obviously it's an alternate version of Earth. There's a friggin thing in the middle of it. But like, yeah, yeah. so much, so much here. We need I need to analyze this episode. I I apologize for not having uh, all of your mythology explanations 
you audience down pat here i will i'll probably make a long post on tumblr at some point between tomorrow um said gems yeah so if they're we didn't really know that they were like a warrior like a uh what's the word for this um just like a species that goes out and conquers other plants there's a sci-fi term for this yeah uh, it's a, um, i don't i can't i'll think of it, of it right yeah either. but uh that's interesting because I mean, it makes that hive minds usually are that like the one in uh, yeah. Ender's game is that type of thing. Right. Um, and so but this is but they're like a weird hive mind based on that looks like humans that aren't act- that have actual individual that are capable of individual personalities. Yeah. Uh, each diamond is on the wall. Um, behold, yellow diamond says Peridot, um, confirming that. I mean, we already knew that she reported to Yellow Diamond, confirming yeah. that she kind of like worships Yellow. It seems like she's in Yellow Diamond's court, though she doesn't say that here. Yeah, well, she she only like she only refers to Yellow Diamond. So, who are these diamonds anyway? Um, they seem like a big deal. <laughs> I like that. The show is this, yeah. this week is very self-referential. Yeah, like you have. <laughs> um, they're the gem matriarchs. Um, they make up something governing body or whatever like that. I didn't catch that phrasing. And um, we are all made to serve them, she says, right? So, yeah. and then uh, Garnet's like, uh-huh, and then like, even though some of us don't anymore. So, again, there's two references, Paradot's like, we're made to do this, which goes along with what we saw in On Monday's episode. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, so this is new information. We, this is, like, I know a lot of people are like, we already knew this. Like, no, you didn't. <laughs> we didn't know that they're gem matriarchs. Like, I know you assumed that, but that doesn't mean we knew that. So just like this is new information here. This is a big deal. Um, there's like so my big question is going to be we don't need to talk about this too much, but like how are how are they the gem matrix? They obviously didn't create themselves in the species. Like that doesn't seem like right. it's possible. Like maybe they were created first and they created everyone else, but like they're left in charge by the people who created the gems. Did like how does this make any sense that's my big question now how does the diamonds fit into my well that is i mean that's i mean that's i don't know the name for it but that's like a super sci-fi trope like having like because we could see the diamonds as like a gut like as a lesser governing body like they're just the overseers of essentially the gyms would be they're just the grunts well if you talk about the uh like the big comparison that like that we both know about for the for the gems is like they're Daleks, right? So like yeah. if there's like the Supreme Dalek who we see in the season of Doctor Who. Yeah. And or, it's like or what? Well I would sit, consider in this case, if we're going to introduce some somebody, something that created the gems and the diamonds, I could see us being introduced to a new alien race in Steven Universe. Yeah, see that's that's the that was the that's the I mean again, we shouldn't spend too much time on it. That's the natural direction to go with it but then yeah. it still doesn't make sense why they look like humans unless humans create them basically is my argument um and again i think it's and, and i do think it's a little bit hard to envision um the series just make introducing another alien race like i think it's easier yeah. to just take the one we already know like the, the species human species we already know that is my big theory you look up the alternate earth theory on overly on youtube anyway i think i think this held up well in the course of and oh we should note that this is this week has just had the more mythology reveals than the show's ever had um, this episode is one of the biggest mythology heavy episodes the show has had. I think Monday was a big one too. Um, the last two episodes before the hiatus were, I wonder if this is a new norm. It's just cause we're at the midway point in the season. Probably that one. Yeah, probably. 
<laughs> like we're gonna go back to uh, having onion episodes at some point <laughs> i'm not looking <laughs> at some forward point we to have it. to i'm not looking forward to it. we don't have to i don't i think it's i think it's a miscalculation by the show like i think this is a different show now but we'll see um well i i really doubt we're re- i don't think we've reached like the gravity falls point no 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 yeah yeah well like that's mm-hmm. not a little bit i think it's a little bit like that no, I don't think it's. I don't think we've reached a Gravity Falls shift. Nothing like, is like think... nothing is as extreme as Gravity Falls, where it just becomes a completely different show. Like it's still going to take place like in Beach City, but I think you can just stop focusing on the lesser characters at some point. They can be there, but I don't think they need entire episodes devoted. I to I mean, them. it'll really just depend on how this mid mid season finale plays out, because like that's how every that's why everything changed. Yeah, I mean, with... I assume not much is going to change, right? Right. Because nothing's not. I mean. Well, it's like if Peridot, like, if they... She's summoning down, like, yeah, it, dep- see, it depends what's really happening here. Yeah. It could just like, be, it could just be like a projector. Um, like, like, they're going to save the Earth, yeah. Like, otherwise, also, like, it's yeah, the it's saddest like, ever. It's like, what's happening here? Are we going to have Peridot contact Homeworld, or are we going to have the drill come into play, or both? That's the big question for yeah. tomorrow. And it see, this episode leads it to seem like the drill's not happening yet. It still seems like there's yeah. some time for that. So we could have the mid-season finale and still not have the drill resolved. Yeah, no, I've actually, I, that was my prediction that I assume that we'll have the mid season finale and we still will not like, like the cluster is not going to be resolved. And like, we're not like, we're not there yet. Like we're just, we're just having like the breaking point before things really begin. Or it could just be like, um, oh, it's, uh, oh, they, I mean, once they have the coordinates then they have the drill boat, it could just be like, oh, it's resolved now, you know? Hmm. Well, my thing is they have to get the drill to the cluster, but then like, well, what are they going to do? Yeah, which, okay, let's talk about that. So they go upstairs. <laughs> where, where is the cluster? The staircase to go upstairs, um, literally walking in the footsteps of the diamonds. Um, Peridot in the console. Golly, it's so elegant. I like that. So simple, so perfect. Golly, it's so elegant, says Peridot. How do they, what do, why do they talk in distinctive ways? This is my thing. It's like, I, I'm having tr- trouble conceptualizing such a hive mind with different personalities. Like, how do they, how does Peridot have her own? Like type of is, do all paradots well, talk like that? I don't know. I would assume so because all the rubies talk the same way. Um, that's true. Yeah. So we only they, figured out who the ruby was by what they said, not by how they spoke. Yeah. Uh. The, yeah. Maybe I want to see other <laughs> dorky paradots now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would assume like I mean, and it kind of fits like what what they do. Like, of course, Ruby just wants to smash everything. Like she's a bodyguard, yeah. and then. Peridot is like the tech, so like obviously there are probably all like nerdy little Peridots. Yeah, uh, glowy hand, Dealy Steven activates it. Um, Steven sits on the throne and then it's like Peridot sits there. I liked that. That was freaks yeah. out. That was adorable. Though. Yeah, uh, Peridot they, gets up there and, like giggles. They have the big monitor and they say the word file. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very skeptical that their computer system works like ours does and that they would have files. But then again, why are they speaking English? So, you know. Exactly. So, so like, does it matter? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it matters to me. I, we need, I need this results. Why do they have computer files? Uh, the cluster. Yeah. Where are you? Uh, it's there's Okay. So they, she finds the cluster. It's in a beta kindergarten in facet nine facet. I think she said. Interesting. Yeah. Do they divide the earth into facets? It seems like it was over the um, Caribbean Ocean or Caribbean Sea or whatever. I was not paying enough attention. I think it's it's either in the Atlantic or like near like, uh, you know, like Dominican Republic, et cetera, et cetera. That's what it seemed like. I, mean, I thought it was the Pacific, but I was not paying attention. Oh, <laughs> we could be wrong. It's over. I thought- it was over water, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Which, I also, think- I think by saying faucet, 
Like, I think they divided the earth up like you would like a rock, like how they're going to break it apart. Like, they use a lot of terminology in relation to them being gyms. So I think that's like they might yeah, divide it up how, like, is, how they're going to like. Which is up. annoying, of course, but um, interesting. I wonder if that is like a, a mineralogy like term, right? Facets. It's the smaller of the two kindergartens. Um, the, 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 the clusters deep in the mantle, 2,500 uh, 2, units down. So I thought it was in the core, <laughs> which didn't make any sense. Apparently not. It's just in the mantle, which makes a lot more sense. Because like, yes. we, like, we have a liquid core, I think, right? Or do we? I don't know. Uh, I, yeah. Part of the well, the outer core is liquid. The inner core is like. And it's just it's, all of it's way too hot to store something anyway. But yeah, and mantle it's all makes, like, makes somewhat more sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes, liquid core is why we have a magnetic field. So. Otherwise, our planet would be. Although, dead. if it's an alternate Earth, it really could be any type of. Yeah, we don't know. It could be different. I mean, there's no Russia. There's a hole in Russia, so. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, feed. They can feed the state of the drill console. Steven wants to play games on the console, not used for games. Um, this was used for plan <laughs> planning. Really the... wanted them to play like. Play like what would their game? I want I them to play solitaire. That's solitaire. That would be but the they most. They would have diamond solitaire. That would be the most gem-like game, except if it's that what the different suits would just be all diamonds, though they wouldn't just be, be great. Like, yeah. um, used for planning the colony, um, the map of the Earth, which we talked about. Only it's only five percent of originally planned. Um, it's like I guess, what did they have context for that line? Five percent. Well, they said, yeah, like it was like they had like they had two kindergartens, and I guess the cluster and like the original plan for the planet was when she like did the big yeah yeah five percent of the original vision i guess yeah yeah spires like, kindergartens like, galaxy warps they just name all of the <laughs> random terminology we yeah. know about how gems interact with the earth we don't i don't think we know what spires are for that's well i don't um kindergartens right. growing gems like they've gone to spires before but we're like they, it's what like what is do? yeah and it's been like it was like really early in the series too um yeah. It was going to be perfect. Look at it. And it would have meant the extension of all life on Earth. Rose Quartz believed all life on Earth was worth protecting. Um, no, she said all life was worth protecting. All life was worth protecting. Yeah. Would have been, it wasn't just on Earth. would have been no. But it was interesting. Yeah. Um, I was expecting the line to be on Earth, but she said all life was worth protecting. And I was like, oh, man. We've heard this about Rose before, right? We've. I mean, I, there's a lot of things people assume. Like, we've heard that she yeah. believed all life was worth protecting. I think we've heard something similar to that line. Well, probably something similar, but I don't think it was necessarily as like profound as all life was worth protecting. Like she had like her. What other life is? The, what other life is there? Like, well, you know what I mean. Like, I really, don't, I don't think it was worded specifically like that. And is, I is think this hinting is this hint, is this hinting at more aliens? Is that what we're doing? I would possibly. I, I still don't. I don't see that. But yeah, we could. Um, it would. There would have been no cluster if there was a colony. You can thank thank you, Rose Quartz. You doomed the planet. Um, you were th talking about things you don't understand, and then Garnet smashes the thing. Um, yep. What did I say? I'm just stating a fact. The rebellion didn't really save Earth; it just delayed the inevitable. Says Paradox. And I'm Stevens. This point, I thought you finally understood why we're doing that or whatever. And then Paradox takes the diamond thing, and Steven sees it. Yep. 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 Uh. So what's what's new of the things we covered? I mean, we we saw the like planned state of the earth, right? But we knew it would have wiped out all life anyway. And also, I don't think we've necessarily like approached this topic before on how really how hopeless the gyms feel. 
like without Rose, and then also like their fight, like they want to save the Earth, and like they can't really save the Earth, and that kind of thing. Well, it's like Paradox just re- clearly taking up the viewpoint of like, oh, the gems want the Earth to die, the Earth to like all life on Earth to go away, so it wills. Like she's so it's like this how it's interesting also yeah. how she processes the um like an outside like disruption right like it's 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 like how sapphire in monday's episodes out um it's like they they think they know exactly what's gonna happen so but the rebellions uh happen but paradox like oh it's still gonna eventually happen right so they still maintain yeah. their kind of certainty and like lack of um put, lack of any potential different futures even though even even with a uh, unexpected thing happening like that it's interesting yeah, I think Monday's episode. Well, I think it's is... just it. Well, it's just the like it's just the whole conquering like species like thought process because she completely believes in the power of homeworld. Yeah, well, it's uh, yeah. I think it's a lot different if you think of the gems as like a conquering species. I honestly didn't think of them like that before. I mean, I know there's a colony, but like, well, it, I mean, it's yeah. Like you can have colonies and not well, be, it's... like a world <laughs> world uh, eating species, right? Well, I mean, to have like. Well, it's also, a, like, it's because me and you are both American, and we're like, colonies, okay, like, exploring, no, because that's how we're taught colonies. If, like, other people are taught, and colonies are are the result of imperialism, like, that's the only reason to have a colony, they're imperialistic. So it's based on that viewpoint, and, uh, like... I I didn't think about it either because and also it's we don't really talk about homeworld like this is literally the first time we're really having a lot learning a lot about the gems and homeworld because everything we get is from the crystal gems and like they're the completely they're completely different from how homeworld is that's why they're on earth so it just wouldn't be anything people really thought about before but and of course because of the crystal gems we're like oh well they're just and also we're so used to the plot line of like conquering earth that like all of these plot lines are always so focused on just conquering earth and we don't usually give that much thought as opposed unless you know you watch a show like doctor who where it's like oh they're just conquering everything earth's just like next in line and it's really easy to watch a show like steven universe and just be like okay it's just earth like earth is like you know because it's we're always so earth centric and obviously we live on earth but so yeah i mean there's a lot we don't know here um i'm i'm, I'm like looking up related this world-eating thing i'm seeing the eldrazi and magic um galacticus in the marvel universe cthulhu um stuff like that i mean we mentioned ender's game that's what i was reminded of kind of with the hive mind i don't remember a lot it was a while since i read that but like hive mind take over world alien species um the gems just really seem different than all of those like because they have they seem like conscious and i know they in the answer we learned that they're kind of not they have the capability to be but they're like blinded by it somehow um but it's just it's it's so well, interesting it's that not there's... really it's really no different than star wars like stormtroopers they're like ignoring clones like let's we can talk okay i can't talk about that but um ignoring like, the prequels then there's no clones yes right? so like, there are no clones so yeah. stormtroopers are just people and they just do what the empire says because they're stormtroopers. Yeah. Obviously they could do other stuff, but they don't because they're stormtroopers. I never thought of the empire as like a, like a killing, like a taking over worlds and killing off life, like type of thing. Well, well, if you're more in like, that's because it's not what you watch in star Wars, but like extended universe and 
that is what the Empire is. That's why they fight. That's why the rebels fight the Empire, because they conquer worlds, they take over, establish their government, and move on. And also, the Empire is very anti-alien. Yeah, so but the Empire, to... I mean, uh, knowing from watching Rebels, the Empire doesn't, like, kill everyone, though. It's, there's, like, well, no. they just govern them. Like, it's just, like, a political takeover. I, that's how I perceive the Empire. And it's, like, a subjugation kind of thing, but, like, the gems are, the, it doesn't seem like the gems are subjugating anyone. They're just, like, killing everyone from this. It seems like Conquer, I guess Conquer could be subjugation. Um, interesting. We don't have enough information. No. And we also don't know, like, what planets the crystal gem like that that, that the that the gems to like homeworld like how many planets have they conquered like do they like so they built a base on the moon knowing that there is no life on the moon preparing to take over earth that clearly has life on it so like are do they do this often like do they normally just blow up whole planets full of like aliens and like living things or yeah and the other difference between the kind of world eating mythology i was talking of examples i was talking about is that you're right they they seem like they're gonna slowly kind of consume earth rather than have like a giant entity like like you know like eat it right like i feel like a natural direction you could go with the gems is like the some the crystal yeah that wasn't what they wanted to do right yeah yeah it seems like they could um eventually i mean maybe this is what they're doing with the cluster but they could eventually bring in like a galacticus type of type of thing that's just eats planets but um i don't know if that's actually what it does but they're clearly draining like clearly they're gonna their plan is to drain type thing yeah earth of its resources. is that their plan i don't know i don't know if we they can say did that ta- well they talked about they put like their well caridot specifically had a line about um you know perfect like about resources like how like the perfect taking and like processing of resources so i don't think they plan to live on earth like the plan was like they have kindergartens to make more gems like maybe like an outpost but then they also did say something about using the resources uh, and then they said uh, when did she say gal- resources literally what she was talking about everything talking about the planet like it was right there <laughs> talking the about a lot of, of stuff well yeah, I'll look yeah no, she, ta- she specifically had a line about resources i just can't remember word for word but i do remember the word resources. i mean it definitely seems like they want to like breed more gems right like yeah, no, clearly we gems. clearly know that they're doing that and then they had galaxy warps. So it sounds like it's just kind of like an outpost. And warps like, are just moving back and forth. And we don't know what the spires yeah. do. Yeah. So it could just be like outposts or like whatever they like, like to travel. And I guess, I guess like, re- like they need to like absorb resources to take to like make more gems anyway. So, yeah. I, so I guess that's, that's like, those are connected concepts. Well, and they've, I mean, and we do, we do have this established like with the kindergarten, like how the kindergarten kind of works. Like they go to a planet. And they're like, okay, we're going to make gems here. We don't really know how it works, but, like, they make gems. So, obviously, they need places like Earth or whatever, like, some sort of resource or just a place where they have to have gems. Well, if if, if gem birth requires energy, then they probably need to not absorb the energy of their homeworld, right? So that's why they would go to other places. Which, which that does beg the question, though, what does homeworld look like? We don't have know they drained, home, Like, have they drained homeworld dry? Or is, is home, it like is, Gallifrey is like, and they is, just don't want to touch it? Is it like an artificial planet or is it like a... Yeah. yeah. So we'll see on that. Okay, there's a lot of stuff here. Oh, um, more to talk about tomorrow, obviously. I, th- I feel like tomorrow is probably going to be more focused on Peridot and yeah. um, what's going on there rather than like... Mythology. Or, or mythology like this. Um, so I think mythology-heavy episodes like this can lose their sense of character. Um, I think this episode is very good character-wise in the beginning. How do you think it dealt with um, maybe giving us more mythology-wise than we've ever seen before in the second half? 
like how like I think it I mean it didn't do anything like badly and it wasn't it wasn't and it also wasn't anything like we're forcing it down your throat it's it was closer this was much closer to that than uh any time they've done it previously for sure but um yeah I well they insert little moments like well they do it very well with we're used to getting this kind of information from Peridot and it and that's why it's so great with Peridot because literally this is what her character is for and it's not annoying because this is just who Peridot is and like like it's a useful thing to have as a character like Peridot who does things like this and then just of course she gave us gave us all this information this is Peridot uh yeah and it, it does it may it mostly makes sense what she says or I agree yeah um uh, yeah I think that the I think I actually think the first half of this episode is much stronger than the second half despite you know we this getting all this intriguing info because we have less character moments with the gems and peridot i think we do get enough that it's still really good overall like i think this is probably it's it's also part one of, of uh part two it's hard to, it was re- yeah. it's always really hard for me to evaluate the return um and yeah, I, we have a lot of things with like it is a problem with steven universe episode just in general especially episodes like this is that we don't get a lot of breathing room for things like this like we find out new information or like something happens and there's not there's with I mean the show's like 11 minutes an episode there's just not a lot of breathing room which it works fine like Steven Universe has always worked very well in its format it's just things like this there's not a lot of breathing room and there were it's a it's a two-part episode so yeah um overall very high on this pretty high on it Mm, I'd say pretty high it's just like I do think I do think I'm higher up on the second half of the episode than you are because I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to rewatch. Not. I need to rewatch it. I watched. I, I it's a fault. I I watched the first time and I'm focused on like what they're saying. Right. Also, I just really loved at the end, you know, talking about Rose and like all of the gems and that was just great. Like how they all got mad and like just, that entire exchange was great. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, definitely in love with the song. I love what they're doing with Paradox. Paradox arc. So. We're not going to do predictions because there's spoilers out there, but um, Peridot oh. tomorrow. Uh, I haven't seen spoilers. That's good. Good. Well, maybe you can. Well, there's still because people might be like, oh, were they spoiled? You know, like it's it's um, I avoid like the plague. Like I didn't even listen to this song. There was today. some absurd <laughs> picture on Tumblr I just saw before this episode. I think it's fake. It, if you know, what, like there's like some character in it, unexpected character. I think it's fake. Um, but yeah, so. The biggest thing tomorrow, I mean, okay, so Paradise is going to take this thing. She's going to contact presumably Yellow Diamond. I mean, it's, it seems to be leading up to that with um, her freaking out at the statue today. And then either we either the question is, is it Yellow Diamond? Is it another, like, someone lower on the totem pole? Do they come to Earth? Do they, like, do they are they just, like, a projected? Is it, like, a call? Um, and then Paradise like, decides what to do with that. It's like she's yeah. given an out to go to the home world. Because that's because that's the only thing that matters. Because the only reason she's helping the gems is because she's like, well, I'm on Earth, and if Earth blows up, that's bad. I do assume it'll take some unexpected turn from that, but oh yeah, I do think so. Again, like I was talking about in the beginning episode, the impetus is um, the easy. If Peridot goes back to Homeworld with Yellow Diamond, which I don't think it seems like is happening, right? Because we're we're hyper focused right. on her. But if that's what's happened, then that is more than that is that will instantly be believable because. Her entire life, she's um, indoctrinated with the the gem philosophy. She has. We see in the answer that this is like her purpose. Uh, that this is like gems are just like have a purpose. They don't really have individuality. And Peridot's been gaining individuality, um, but it's 
if, if she goes back, then that's instantly people. The the more interesting scenario, not the more interesting one, but like the the one that's harder to justify from a show writing perspective, if is she if is she betrays her entire background. Um and we'll see if it's um I mean, I think they probably built up enough to do that, but it's like it's a t- that's a big plot thing to do, a character thing. It's 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 tough. It's usually well, it's usually not where these plot lines go. Well, we also have to consider like what Yellow Diamond's going to do. Like, if she contacts Yellow Diamond and, and like Ye- Yellow Diamond could say something, and Paradox, not wait a minute. Yellow Diamond could be like, "Let's kill all the Crystal Gems right now, right?" Then that would yeah, give her false, yeah. Or like say something just completely like terrible to Paradox, like, like because clearly Paradox just wants to like be acknowledged. Well, even so, Paradox's default should be to follow whatever Yellow Diamond says. Yeah. But I mean, there there is a chance I do think that Yellow Diamond could, and that's actually probably the more believable option is that Yellow Diamond would say something that would give Peridot pause, which would then lead into like betraying Homeworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, I mean, we'll see. They could, go, they could go either way. Either way, we'll, we'll be talking about the redemption arc tomorrow. Check, check your TV tropes on this, and we will <laughs> we will cite past examples, and it will be an entire thing. So tomorrow the. Mid-season finale looks like uh, they've never said this, but I'm just assuming. You know, this was like very obviously one of the bigger episodes in the show history. So that lets obviously looks right, and then there's a random episode on Friday, so that's great. Like, who even? It is interesting that Joe and Jeff did part one of this, and then Raven and Paul are doing part mm. two, which is pretty atypical. Joe and Jeff usually get the most important episodes, but this one was very important, obviously. Um, I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm interested to see how like how big next week is how much stuff is going to happen or tomorrow is yeah i'm not like i'm not 100 percent. this is going to be like the biggest thing ever i mean yeah like it's i think you should think about it more in terms of the lapis mid-season episodes than the yeah like it's not lapis episodes weren't huge you know but this isn't going to be like i don't know probably no spaceships maybe though i don't know we could see spaceships we could we were on the moon today so (laughs) that's kind of big okay Oh, maybe we. I think we should look at this as Avatar: The Invasion. Like that's just, this is what we're. Looking I mean, Gao's yeah, episode was pretty big, though. But but like I like what I mean is like what that what will follow. Like we're gonna have like I think that's where we're going right now is like the episodes between the invasion and Embrolin players. Like we're getting to that point. Yeah, but I, yeah, I mean the. It's hard because, like, the show's going to go on for a while, right? So we still have – we have confirmed 75 more episodes of the show. So we have a lot of time here. Um, so, like, how big really can we go unless we, like, change – fundamentally change what the show is? I already think we have yeah. fundamentally changed what the show is. So I think that we can continue in that direction. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm Del Nice, and that's Lenny Stilwell. You can find out more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can support us at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to our current patrons, Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, and Rachel, a.k.a. Hey, now, Fever, Mitch Cordell, University of Beatrice Exchange, Buzz like your mailman, and Rachel Rose. Um, back tomorrow to talk about more Steven Universe and on Friday, and I'm hoping the show does not, is weekly then thereafter on Thursdays, and we'll cover it then. Um, yeah, get your, get your theories in. Um, Talk, message us on Tumblr, call it now, although spoilers, so you can't really theorize on anything, which is the annoying part. Um, I really think that thing is fake, by the way, <laughs> if, if, if people know what that is. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.